Welcome to Bourbon Sauce. Today's episode is called Bottled Up, and it's going to be talking about pet peeves and what happens when you bottle up your anger or resentment, whatever else you got going on in a relationship. So uh, without further ado, before we jump into things, Ryan, what what are you sipping on there, Ryan? Uh, I decided to go with uh, Four Roses uh, Single Barrel today. Nice. It's a... As far as four roses go, if I'm going to drink four roses, I'm going single barrel. Um, it run you about 40, 45 bucks, depending on where yeah. you get it. Pretty good. Nice. What about you? I decided to go with the E.H. Taylor barrel proof, uncut. Uh, this one was like pretty pricey, but it's it's tasty. Got a little bite to it, being that it's barrel proof. Right. Um, I want to say I found this one for like, Two fifty, three hundred bucks, something like that. I don't remember exactly, but I know it was. It's pretty reasonable compared to what it has yeah. been going for. Yeah, I still haven't really found it locally. Um, it's definitely just been um, online. That's the only the only place I could find it is online so far because everywhere locally, they don't have it. They have a uh, small batch, right? But they are also wanting some of the places want like a hundred bucks just for a small batch, which you can find that other places for like forty five, fifty bucks. Yeah. So I'm waiting for all that pricing to come back down to reality. It, it seems to be in some aspects checking itself a little. Yeah, just a little bit. But um, so we're going to talk about some pet peeves uh, that we've acquired or encountered, I guess you could say, in dating. Or even just in general, because uh, a lot of those just general pet peeves can cross into normal relationships, too. Because, like, for me, I usually keep a pretty tidy house. And so when I've dated people in the past that don't, like, I dated somebody and they left stuff in the washer machine for, like, days on end. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Now it all smells musty. You know what I mean? I, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's like I've been sidetracked before and left something in the washer f- like overnight or something. You got busy and you right. forgot it. But you get in the morning, you're like, oh shit, I forgot the laundry. Right. And you fix that. You don't just like blatantly be like, eh, it's okay. And then next thing you know, what the hell is that smell? Yeah. And it's everything in the washer soured. Right. And I, I, I if me personally, I, I, I have app enabled on my fucking washer and dryer which is great because it yeah. sends me a little notification like hey your shit's done yeah but before that i used to even just set like an alarm on my phone yeah to kind of remind me like hey you know you got shit that you're doing right because i get sidetracked doing whatever maybe yard work or playing video games or cooking or you know whatever i just understand how some people are okay with that and then they'll put it in a dryer and then their clothes kind of have a little so so what you're saying is uh Funk. Leaving clothes in the washer too long kind of sours your relationships. Yes, yeah, <laughs> for sure. And uh, if you uh, you know, you like some sour smelling undies, <laughs> 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 you know where that's gonna lead. Ooh. Making other things smell a little Ooh. not like petunias, Mm-mm-mm. maybe rotten ones. But that Mm-mm. that one's one that I've seen. Not just in like one relationship. There's been a, a couple of them, and and when it does happen, I'm just like, oh great. What else are they forgetful about? Like, are they 
forgetful about washing their body or I mean honestly though at, at times a lot of roles kind of I I don't like calling them roles but I mean that's essentially what they, they used are. to be is roles oh, they are. are kind of reversed a sense yeah. in in a sense so it's it's interesting another one that I think bothers me in relationships is if the trash is full they expect me to take it out yeah, you're the guy. I get I get that role. Yeah. But also if I haven't been home and the fucking trash is full and I do come home and I'm like, Why why is the trash over full? Why did why didn't anybody take the initiative to just pull the bag out and, and put it in the trash can? Like what like that has, that shit happens even at work. Yeah. And I'm like I look it around, and I'm like, are we all just above taking the trash out around here? Or you'll pull the bag and they won't put one back. Yeah. And I'm I mean, like, it's like, wait a minute. You fuck? could have at least taken the 10 seconds to put a bag back in there. It's like, Jesus Christ. You know, um, I think those two are more prevalent than anything. Um, Believe it or not, one of my biggest pet, fee- pet peeves in a relationship has been cooking. Like you're the only one that cooks? No, no. Like uh, if you can't cook, I don't want you. Like, I cook, right? Right. You cook. Right. I have no problems cooking, splitting meals, all that stuff, right? Right. But if you're, if you tend to be more of at home mm-hmm. and I tend to be more at work, right? then it's nice to come home to a cooked meal from time to time. It's not expected daily. Well, especially if you're a kept right. woman. If, especially if you're a housewife. Right. If you're a housewife, I should come home to a clean house. Yeah. I should come home to a cooked meal. Now, as long as those are... De- predetermined and discussed and they like say hey you know i i will take care of you as long as you're willing to cook clean you know be a housekeeper right in a sense right. without being a housekeeper but that's that's becomes their job at that I mean, point i mean don't get me wrong dinner with a happy ending would be great too i'm just saying i'm good with that i think you could pay for that I don't need to pay for it. Well, like I, I, I'm just saying, like that should be pre-negotiated as well. You're still paying for it in, anyway. You are. You uh, are. Uh, it's uh, always paid for. Yeah. One way or the other. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that should be predetermined. Some some are a little less. Dogs. That just happened. Yeah. Dogs. Ooh, dogs are a great pet peeve for me right now. Yeah. Like dogs. Uh, my dogs will uh, end a date in ten minutes. Well, yeah. So you like to sleep with your dogs habitually. Well, and it's kind of necessary with Tank, but it is with Tank. But it kind of it became established right. after my divorce. Yeah, and it kind of it's one of those things you don't just break that six and seven years down the road. Right. He's like, "What the fuck is going on here?" So I mean, yeah, but yeah. So having dogs is a guarantee. Now, after these two, I don't plan to let other dogs sleep in the bed. Um, but having dogs is a guarantee, and mm-hmm. literally the fact I have dogs has killed dates in 10 minutes. Yeah. And I don't like cats. I am not a cat lover. Uh, it's kind of funny because when I was a kid, I did have a cat, so a pet peeve of my, mine, uh, if somebody does have cats, you better keep up with the cat boxes. Oh, God, yes. Because if you don't, and that stench emanates throughout the house... Game over. Or if you got a male cat and he's he's spraying yeah. everywhere, marking. I yeah. should not. Mm-hmm. I should not walk into your house if you're a cat lady and we're and we're gonna hook up and smash or we're gonna have dinner or whatever. I should not walk into your house and the first thing I smell is cat piss. No, that's disgusting. Um, another pet peeve when people are cat owners is they don't take care of their cats and 
and the fact of like if they're gonna have claws, at yes. least put those claw protectors or something so they can't just destroy stuff in the house because cats are fucking notorious for destroying things, whether it's uh couch arms or fucking anything that they des- decide that is a scratching post, and then they just you know go to town. Right. Like you see my camper. Mm-hmm. The person I was dating at the time had two cats, and the one decided it wanted to fucking use the vinyl arms on the couch as a scratching post, so it's just completely destroyed. So eventually I'll have to replace that. But um, Another big pet peeve for me. Yeah. Punctuality. Oh, yeah. Punctuality That's is rude huge. as fuck. Right? So I am that type of person, like, let's let's... Let's delve into just how bad punctuality gets me, right? If I'm not going to be on time, you're getting a phone call or a text to let yep. you know I'm running late, right? That's called common courtesy. Right? Common courtesy. But, like, say I show up at a party and stuff's supposed to kick off at 5.30, right? Yep. And I'm there. And then the next thing you know, we're waiting on somebody else to show up, and they're, they've not notified or nothing. And then they finally text 30 minutes later, oh, we'll be there in about 20 minutes. And we hold everything for those individuals, by the time they get there, I'm done with the party and I just want to go home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I also have dated girls that are a little high maintenance. Um, so I would kind of fib about the time where you needed to be somewhere. So that way they would be ready on time. Yes. Be- I got I actually got really good at that. Because, you know, some girls, they they like to be a little prim and, you know, proper. And they, they want to be all nice looking and Nothing take their time. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. But, but plan it, accordingly. Plan accordingly. Don't wait 20 minutes before we need to be out the door to say, I'm going to start showering and getting... Because you know damn well you're not going to be ready in 20 right. minutes. Right. If you know you take an hour to get ready to go to dinner, then plan accordingly yeah. and take an hour. So, I, I also don't... On the other side of that, I don't like being rushed. And I know other people in relationships don't like being rushed either. So, that comes to that whole punctuality and proper planning thing is like... Okay, we have to be at dinner by 5. We know you're going to take forever to get mm-hmm. fucking ready. You should probably start at 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So that way, you know, if I, I have to take a snack eat, eat before we go, because I know I'm going to start getting hangry. But God help you <laughs> if they're done and ready before you. Yeah. But it, that's very rare when that does but happen. But then when it does happen, it's like, yeah, it's, no. It's like, just, are we going yet? Are, are, aren't you ready? Aren't oh, you ready? Why, why did I get ready so early? <laughs> What do you mean so early? Like, are you kidding me? I'll be ready in five minutes. Hold on. You know? Right. Because for a guy, it's it's super easy. We don't have to worry about makeup. Half the time, we don't even have to worry about doing our hair. You know? Just throw on a hat and go. Right. I don't have to wear makeup. Most of the time, it, now that I don't even really shave, I don't even have to worry about that. But back in the day, it was like, you know, you do the normal shit. You shit, shower, shave, and then you're ready to roll. Right. Now it's just. And if I want to be really quick, I just jump in the shower and hit all the hot spots. Yeah, and then just cover it with Axe body spray. Right, or cologne, or cologne. whatever. <laughs> whatever yeah. your demographic deems necessary. Um, another thing about owners of animals that drives me kind of nuts is if your animal goes to the bathroom in the house mm-hmm. and then you expect someone else to clean it up for you or you just don't clean it up. Cause yeah, I've, no, I've, thank you. I've been in some people's houses, and it's like, what is that? Is that like fake poop in the corner over there? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, you're like, 
are, are we in Ted's apartment right now? Which of you shit in the corner? <laughs> yeah. So he's just like, all right, well, I uh, thanks for coming out and letting me meet you. I will see you never. Um, it's just, I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of like weird shit. I think when it comes to people that own pets, that and they will open a door for different pet peeves that I I don't think that I normally would have had otherwise because I'm a decent pet owner. I'm not like the greatest pet owner, but I expect if you're gonna own a pet, you're gonna take care of that pet like it's your own kid or right. whatever, right? And not neglect it. And I that. I think that's another one that drives me kind of crazy is when you see an animal and you you could tell they've been neglected and you're just like, why do you even have this dog? Why do you even have this cat? Like, why do you even have whatever it is, you know, hamster, gerbil, snake, whatever animal it happens to be in their apartment or house. Nine times out of 10, if it's in their house and it's neglected, it's because they don't know how to take care of it. And two, they have it because if it's not there, then they are 100% truly alone usually. Well, and I think that says something too about the way they're going to treat the relationship. Because if they're neglectful to an animal, how do you think they're going to treat you as a person of interest? At some point, they're just going to assume that you're going to do all the work for them, and they're they're just kind of there to enjoy your company, I guess. And you have to initiate all communication, all fucking sex, all everything. Yeah. Like that, that becomes annoying as fucking itself. So... I mean, so this is this is funny. This I find this to be funny, but I the more I think about it, the more it might actually be a pet peeve. Mm. You know how you you start trying to date women, right? And single moms, right? Mm-hmm. And like you read their bios, and they're like, "I have X amount of children, and they come first, right? right? And then it's like I meet somebody, and I'm like, "I have two dogs, they come first, and they're like, "Uh, what? That, right? How? No, they're animals. Oh, wait a minute. What? They're animals. Well, I mean, but yes. For me, for me, they're they're closest they are, thing to children. They are right? animals by They're my family. But right? a lot of pets become family members. Well, and you figure extensions. the shit I've been through with those two. Right. Yeah, come on, Felicia. Yeah. But it, I just find that hilarious. It's like my children come first, but then when it's like you've had you've built this bond with mm-hmm. this animal, right? who's been through more shit with you than anybody else, right? And they yeah. want it to be treated as such and be pushed to the corner. That's called hypocrisy. Yes, I agree. Um, I find it funny. Yeah, it, it is a little funny. Another thing... So, fun fact for any female listeners out there, if you ever want to date me <laughs> and you don't like animals, just keep, yeah, keep, keep, just going. keep going. I don't have time for that. Yeah, throw a dog a bone. Uh, yep. Another thing I think um, is a girl that wears too much makeup is a pet peeve of mine. I I agree one hundred percent. I I believe, and you all can comment, you know, on Instagram after I post out there mm-hmm. and let us know your thoughts on it. But I agree one hundred percent. Makeup is to accentuate beauty, not cover or mask it all. Now I you get, should be using it to accent. They do have stuff that's called cover up, and that's usually to help cover blemishes, acne, you know, whatever. I get that. That you know, like you you mouthed off one too many times when your guy punched in the eye, you got to cover that black eye up, you know. But I, I get that. I get the idea, and some girls feel more beautiful when they put on their face. But to me, it's like you're hiding your insecurities. 
I and should not go to bed with you <laughs> and, and and see one person and wake up the next morning and like run for the door it's like I just woke up to Medusa, okay? <laughs> you know, your mascara's ran yeah. and everything's cracking. No thank you. If your if your makeup on your face is so thick that it's cracking the next morning. Yeah. Um yeah. And that's a big problem. You know, if if you are so insecure with yourself that's a big red flag for me anyway. But I I don't mind when girls do simple stuff. And I always used to tell girls, I was like, less is more, you know? And they're like, yeah. well, what do you mean less is more? I'm like, less is more for me because I don't, I don't necessarily want your face to transplant on my shirt when we hug or snuggle later. Or if you don't wash your fucking makeup off and you go to bed. It's all I, over the pillowcase. I don't want it all over goddamn pillowcases. I mean, that's fair. Like, I get, so, like, I get it. Like, you're going to... You're going to a formal function or something like that, right? That's understandable. Mm. Like, they're really trying to do the full-blown, right, yeah. right? I get that. But if we're going to dinner at Texas Roadhouse, yep. and it takes you 45 minutes to do your makeup, I'm questioning myself at that point. Yeah. I agree. I think there's something to be said about makeup in itself. Now, if we're smashing and you have your makeup on, I'm going to automatically, in my head, be like, all right, we're going to make a mess in the bed, you know, whether it's going to be body fluids, makeup, whatever. So I'm already mentally prepared for that. I mean, you should be mentally prepared for body fluids anyways. But I'm just saying, in that aspect of them having makeup on, then I make an exception. But if it's like we're day-to-day and you just decide you're going to be lazy and go to bed with your makeup on, like, first of all, that's gross because that's poor skin care. Right. Hygiene-wise, to me, that's, like, it. That's, like, me sweating in the fucking yard all day and then just jumping in bed without showering. That would be disgusting. It's very disgusting. So, I'm like, why would you not, why would you not want to wash your face? I'm not, it's just weird. And I get sometimes you're too tired, quote-unquote too tired, but they make makeup wipes. Yeah. They simplify the process for these girls, so they really have no excuse other than just being purely lazy. I mean, I've seen some people fall asleep on the couch or something. That's different. And then at that point, like, they get up, and they, they're not in the right thought mm-hmm. process, and they go to bed. Like, I, I get that, Yeah, I right? get that. There's, 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 there's times ex- there's, a, there's exceptions yeah. to every rule. Of course. Right. I agree. He's not just being an asshole. Neither am I. There's mm-hmm. exceptions to every rule. I mean, sometimes I'm just an asshole. I mean, I in agree. In this case, this is not. This exactly. is just kind of like, you know, this is like a guide of things not to do. To almost every guy I would imagine has similar pet peeves or similar I'm boundaries cu- that they don't want crossed. I would agree. But I'm curious, has anybody brought up a pet peeve, a woman ever brought up a pet peeve of hers that you just habitually crossed over or stepped on? Um, uh, Yes. So I've dated people in the past where they didn't like how handsy I am at times. Ha! Huh. That's mm-hmm. like the number one thing for me is like mm-hmm. uh, you're you're just too handsy, and it's like right. If bitch, I like you, no, it's like bitch. My love language is touch. Mm-hmm. Physical touch is my number one love language. Right. Okay, I I'm hands on. Daddy needs to touch, okay? <laughs> uh, hello, I have dogs. Right. I need squeaky toys. I'm telling you, if you put a squeaky toy in a boob, oh, I'm guys, done. I'm guys done. Would be I'm done. I'm done. Never leave the house. Yeah, just. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, fun so, bags. They're called fun bags for a reason. Exactly. So, mm, yeah. I, I agree with you on I that. Think, I think I've had that one. Um, 
farting, you know? Oh, you can forget it. Yeah, because, you know, with Thor, he's a fart machine anyway. So, and depending on what I eat, it, sometimes, you know, we, we play battle farts in bed. It's kind of fun. Yeah, but I fart and laugh about it, so. Yeah, gr- most girls don't find it that funny. Sometimes yeah. they do, and then they shockingly have retaliate hor- horrific smelling farts they retaliate or you're sitting around and all of a sudden this silent thing yeah just they sit on your up. lap and they, yeah. then they giggle and they uh-huh. think it's and, and i'm like yeah that was good that was funny I, you know <laughs> you got me just don't do it when i'm you know going to town right down there um i think because I, I used to be super 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 ocd um i think when i first got out of the military it was really bad and so sometimes I would get complaints about that, that it was so ridiculously over the top because my house, I mean, everything had a place all the time. Right. And if anything was out of place ever, I would lose my mind, um, which now I'm not that. I mean, I still am OCD, but it's not anywhere near what it used to be, um, which is good because it, it makes life a lot easier to live, less stress for me, less anxiety for me. You still have quite a bit of OCD. Yeah, but um, it's not bad though. Uh, it was. I mean, I mean, I I got I got a good dose of your OCD when it comes to your bourbon shelf. Oh yeah, you've rearranged that things like twenty times at this point, trying to get it just the way you want it. Yep. And I feel like you eyeball the shit out of mine constantly, just wanting to redo it. It is a little haphazard, but I mean, all it's the tall shelf. stuff's up top. Yeah, it's your shelf. Yeah. I don't care. If it was my shelf, it'd be different. I kind of want to let you loose on it just to see what you would do one time. Just see one now, time. I, I if if it were me twenty years ago, I would have made mine alphabetical, and by size, it would have been ridiculous, right? Yeah, that now is a it's a little ridiculous. It, now it's just aesthetically pleasing. Pleasing, yeah. yeah. And I don't care what the brand name is or anything else. It's just as long as they're all kind of similar size wise. Yeah, then I'm okay. Um. And then I have to dust it because this room gets dusty as hell. So, uh. ooh, ooh, do you have? So, do you have any sexual pet peeves? No. None. No. None. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. I have one. Yeah. Don't. 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 Inflict pain on my nipples. <laughs> See, my nipples don't have much feeling, so I don't. I don't have that issue. I feel like God knew I was going to be a dude and was like, there's no need to put any sensory things in his nipples. I, I have enough to where it's like yeah. at times during sex, it's like you pinch my nipple and I'm just like, I just want to smack you. Yeah. It's I like it's that not person a good that was, feeling like, for me. They wanted to do that and bite on him. I'm like, what are you doing? That's, that's all I, I look at him like, what are you doing? They're like, it doesn't turn you on. I'm like, no, obviously I'm a dude. Like, my nipples do nothing for me. It's not really a turn on for me. No. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. If they want to play around, fine, go ahead. But, yeah. like, don't inflict pain on my nipples. Because I'm just going to flick your nipple right yeah, back. Because then I want to, like, fl- no, I don't even, I'm not flicking your nipple. Oh, I will. Like, I'm going to flick you on the forehead like you're a dog. Like, or bad dog. Flick him bad on the Bad dog. Hit no, him in, hit him in the no, areas that are no. super sensory. No, because I like those areas. Yeah, but you know, it's. But if I flick you, if you, if you mess with my nipple in a way I don't like and I flick you in the forehead, that's a little that's a little more degrading than if I flick your clit or flick your nipple. Yeah. Cause wait a minute, that. did you just flick me in the forehead? Yeah. Oh, oh, got your attention, Ooh, didn't I? You know what another good pet peeve of mine is? What's Speaking that? Speaking of uh flick treating you like a child. 
is when there are children around, if the opposite person doesn't know how to compartmentalize and then argue away from that kid. That is a huge no-no for me because, like, if if my kid is around, I don't want him to experience any sort of angst or turmoil or be involved in any of those adult conversations because there's no reason that kid should be put under that kind of strain. Because I saw enough of it as myself as a kid, mm-hmm. and I know how I felt. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So I'm like, I know exactly what you mean. So it's like, don't fucking argue in front of the kids. Like, sure, you can have a little argument, like a small one. You know, have a disagreement. That's fine. But a full blown like yelling, arguing, fucking cussing at each other, calling somebody a prick or whatever in front of kids. All that does is, there's a couple things that it does, right? One, it, it shows them toxic love. Yep. Another thing 100%. it does is it shows them that they're allowed to be disrespectful to you and you're still going to stick around. And that's not good for kids to have that idea about their significant others because they're going to go in relationships later on in life and they're going to think that it's okay to talk to their significant other like that because mom and dad did it. So it's, it's okay. Right. And it's not, you know, adults are supposed to continually grow and learn how to have those conversations in a manner in which you're still respectful to each other. Like you can have disagreements and not see it eye to eye, but there's no need for the yelling, the bashing, the name calling and all that shit, especially in front of kids. I feel like in a relationship, you should come to an agreement, right? For instance, let's say compromise, right? No, 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 not even compromise. Let's just say you pre-establish, Hey, Every time you raise your voice or yell or curse and start an argument, not a discussion, an argument, you start stripping articles of clothing. Um, I would love for that to ever work, but you know as well as I do, when a woman is mad, there is no fucking way she's going to have any rationality. You know what's funny is with my ex-wife, I just never even cared to strip. But it's like a, I, that's one thing. Like I would love to have in a relationship yeah. to actually have that bond with that individual to where right. it's like she's mad, and I'm like, okay, you're mad. Well, I'm gonna magic mic your ass right now. Well, you know, it's like telling a woman to calm down. That's the last thing you should ever do. It's like you, you ever watch those? Uh, there used to be a thing on where the guy would throw a Snickers bar at his wife or yeah. a box of tampons. Yeah, at her. yeah. I feel like. I feel like those are seriously accurate. I mean, I, mean, you, I no feel like you should have like, inst- you know how you have first aid kits yeah. and all these emergency kits. Yeah. I feel like you should have your once a month emergency kit. So as soon as like you have that once a month and you know, yeah, you go to your claw, you go to your special hiding place and you right. break out the chocolates and the tampoons, you know, because you're tampooning. Yeah. Oh, a huge pet peeve for me since we were talking about like the arguing in front of kids. Yeah. Is belittling. Belittling, right? belittling. the kid or no, no, no. the adult? Belittling in a relationship, period. Okay. It's one thing for, for you to have a discussion or an argument, right? But for me, a pet peeve is there should be no reason you ever are degrading or talking down to the other person. Oh, I agree. That's just called mutual respect at right. that point. If but there's if, no if mutual respect, then you gotta you know, go. Hey, like, hey, why don't you grow up here? Why don't you grow up here? Why don't you grow up here? You know, kind of shit like that. You're belittling them, right? Well, that's emasculating too. It is. It is right. But then, but then, uh, you know, we won't go into that rabbit hole. But I can go into the rabbit hole. Yeah. Um. Like I don't. I don't agree with it. Right. 
there's there's certain things both ways. Because you know, girls don't want to be told to man up. You know, if they're being emotional or whatever. I mean, if they're a feminist, they do. I don't. I don't. I don't fucking care about them. They don't. They don't exist in my life. They don't exist in my world. I, I mean, live in currently a, in today's society, they don't really exist anymore. At I all. live in my own little world where all that weird shit doesn't doesn't exist, even though it does. And I just kind of ignore it. I just turn a blind eye to it. Ah, you're Bubble Boy. I knew I'd figure out what you were. You're <laughs> Bubble Boy. Um, nothing gets within his bubble. Outside of relationships, you know, it's a pet peeve at dealerships. Dealerships, dealerships, uh, like setting with my car for eight months and still haven't having it fixed. <laughs> that, that that's one thing, but and you thinking, won't give me a loaner. I was because thinking I don't a, make six figures a year. So there's sons there's of two two things that I have a pet peeve of at a dealership. One being ignored, like I can't afford whatever the fuck is on the lot. Yep, or being overbearing and fucking. In my face, as soon as I walk on the lot, and you're just trying to sell me whatever the fuck it is. Yes, sir. So it's like those those are two big pet peeves at a dealership for me, and I guess any store, really. So for me, to caveat on that, I have a big pet peeve with rude people in restaurants. Okay? Oh, yeah. And it goes both ways. Right. If I have a rude waiter or waitress... Your tip is going to, by the time I leave, I'm going to be at a point where I may leave you a penny. And I'm leaving you a penny because, in my mind, a penny is more of an insult than leaving you nothing. Right? Whereas, now, if I see see that you are a hardworking waiter or waitress and there's another table that is rude, I have been known to get up and follow that person out and Mm. be like, hey, are you just a cheap bastard or... What? Because you didn't tip your waitress and she yeah. worked her ass off or he worked his ass off for you. Now, I know, you know, some people have off days or bad days. And you can usually tell if they're having an off day or a bad day versus being just rude right. or shitty right, right. at their job. Yeah. Um, I think that's just a little different scenario. But it is. And pessim- what is it? Pe- uh, pessimism? Pessimism. Super negative Nancy. Right. So pessimism. Um. I ain't got time for your bullshit. Okay, like yeah. I, I, uh, I get told all the time that I am like, I'm just too happy. How dare you? And like in the last two weeks, last two weeks working on that remodel job, mm-hmm. I got told like, dude, it is eight a.m. and you are like a cricket on cocaine. You're just like, hey, hey, how's it going? How's it going? How's it going? You are though in right? the morning. You are I- ridiculously too, too much, like. I need seven cups of coffee in order to be able to deal with that level of fucking let's get to it. Now, if it depends on what we're doing. Right. But just in general, I'm like, good God, man. But it's it, let and, me get a coffee in. And it's, it's or Red just, Bull or something. It's like I set up and it's like pew. Yeah. Before I've even had the first cup of coffee. Mm. Right? So <laughs> that for me is is a big thing. Yeah, that's pretty funny though. Because there there are a lot of people out there. And I, I'm starting, I think, as I older I get, the more I can relate to the no talking until 9 in the morning because I need that much time to really fucking adjust to getting my mindset, especially when I'm at work. Right. Getting in my, like, work mode. Right. Because it, it takes a lot of patience 
at my job. Yeah. To not just tell everybody they're fucking retards or cussing them out and ending up fired. Right. So it takes me a minute to get warmed up to being, oh, yeah, I'm at work. I got to fucking shift my whole mindset, my whole demeanor. And it feels kind of fake, realistically, because it's not who I want to be. Like, I feel like I should love my job, but I don't love my job. I used to love my job, but I don't anymore. And I think that's just wear and tear of being the abuse, the constant, like, here, go here, go here, you know, last minute, all the time. Mm-hmm. It just starts to wear on me. Um, See, that's a pet peeve of mine, believe it or not. Yeah. If you don't enjoy and love what you're doing, mm-hmm. you need to find something else. Oh, yeah. For me, for right. me, that's like an internal pet peeve. Like, Oh, yeah. Right? So I have been doing the same job mm-hmm. for the last three and a half years. Yeah, you've been fortunate. Right? Yeah. Um, The job I'm currently doing, if it was an MOS I could have had, I would have permanently changed to that MOS. You know what's funny is that is an MOS in the Air Force? Yeah, but in the Army it is not. Mm-hmm. And it is it has allowed me to have... It is, it is the sole reason I stayed in NCO, yeah. did not go warrant, did not go officer, right? It is the sole driving reason. Yeah. Because I was able to assist soldiers in progressing through their careers which is an important thing as an nco that i think has been lost on a lot of the ncos today in the in the military in general is your role is to help mold those Mm -hmm. below you to become huge better at their jobs huge peppy and they're just like no nobody trained me so fuck them i believe you have in the in the army my opinion and if you're listening in and you disagree i don't really care if this is my opinion okay (laughs) opinion all right Right. everybody not facts right opinion my opinion it's like an asshole is you have ncos which non-commissioned officers for those listening in that are not privy to this and then you have what i like to call sergeants Okay. Or just E5, no, no, E6, no, no. E7. I just call them sergeants. You know what I mean? Okay, I just cap them at sergeants, yeah. right? If you're a non-commissioned officer, your job is to lead, mentor, and train soldiers and mold them into becoming NCOs. you or surpassing you, yeah. right? You would think. Okay. As a sergeant, you are just an overpaid button clicker. Okay. Yep. So that, for me, like I believe the Army should bring back those... Uh, those spec four, spec five ranks, right? Because you were like, you had a spec five. Mm-hmm. He was a E five, but as a spec five, he was specialized. So like, he was still a button clicker. Right. He didn't have a squad. He didn't have a well, team. Corporals or whatever. Well, no, 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 no. Let's not stay in your lane, Air <laughs> Force. Stay in your lane. All I'm right. Just saying no, because corp- sergeants in no, the Air Force. There are, but what I'm saying is like used were. to used to in the army. You had two lines, mm. kind of like the Marine Corps. When you hit E7 in the Marine Corps, it actually splits. Yeah. Air Force does it, too. It's uh, at E7 or E8. You actually kind of split. Sort of. If you're right? going to have a diamond in the Air Force and you're going to be like a first sergeant, yes. then you, you split off in a different managerial role. And uh, Marines do similar. Right? Versus Whereas the Army used to or have... like an HR role, I guess. You right. Would, like the Army used to have... You would go, you would hit specialist four, right? Mm-hmm. Spec four. And then you would go spec five or you'd go sergeant. You'd go spec six or you'd go staff sergeant, right? Mm-hmm. But once you went spec five or sergeant, that's it. You're, you, you were in that line. So you're either going to be a specialty 
so you're either going to be a special SME, more or less, right? right? And Basically, you weren't going to have tailoring soldiers. tailoring yourself to become right. a warrant. More, well, yeah, because they didn't have warrants then, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what it essentially was. Right. That makes sense. That's what they should go back to, honestly. I think they should go back to, back to a lot of things in the military that they're not doing because they want to be corporatized anymore, and it's that's a pet peeve of mine is that mm-hmm. if you want to allow your military to be strong, the strongest it possibly can, why would you ever fucking put these strange limitations on them where you can't discipline your soldiers or airmen or Marines or whatever the way they need to be. I feel like we should go back to like Spartan style where you oh, beat yeah. the shit out of each other Tops and the off. strongest survive, right? I like Tops the, off, strongest survive. I, I used to it. love that. Like, let's do some wall-to-wall counseling yeah. here. Take, tops off. Now, I'm, I'm no longer E7 or whatever. Right. You're no longer E2, E3, whatever. If you can beat my ass, then discussion's I'll, I'll, over. Discussion's right. over. Now, see, that's a pet peeve of mine right there, mm. okay? So a pet peeve of mine and it still resonates today. Yeah. Like, I have taught so many counseling classes yeah. through ac- across the Army, like, to the point now, like, I provide the shit for other people to teach it. Um, when it comes to, and this actually translates very well over into the civilian sector. Okay. Each of your employees are different. Each of your soldiers are different, right? Agreed. As an NCO or as a manager, if you do not understand your employees and the differences in them and how to approach them, you shouldn't be in that position. Some Agreed. soldiers some soldiers need it black and white on paper. Yep. Some soldiers need that wall-to-wall, yep. and some soldiers just need a stern talking yep. or a good smoke session. Yep. Right? If you can't understand them, yep. you don't need to be where you are. I agree. And that's the problem, I think, Huge in pimp. the military now is they're too promotion-happy. There used to be a thing where you would say on your, your ratings, whether it was promotable, not promotable, promote now. Promote ahead of peers. Pro, like, there was right. different ratings, yes. right? They got rid of all that shit. Yes. And it's like... And then they limited the senior rater on how many top blocks yeah. they could give. And I'm like, so wait a minute. So now you're just going to let any chump on the street become a fucking NCO? And well, they may not have the mental capacity to lead. Come on, yeah, I like mean, that's you can make the, E five and E six in no time. That's the dumbest shit ever in any of the branches. Is that they don't really look anymore at the whole soldier or whole military concept of like, is this person going to benefit our organization if we promote them, or are they going to hinder or hurt us? If we promote them, because there are some people that are spiteful as fuck when they get promoted, they all of a sudden create this toxic leadership, and that within itself is a n- negative thing that should not ever fucking happen. So it's like, I've had bad leaders, I've had great leaders, and I've had some mediocre leaders, and the best leaders that I know are the ones that you talk about, where they got to learn their their people, and talk to you on a personal level, and figure out where they can help you and help you grow. Yes. Because that's literally your fucking role as an NCO. It in the is military. your fucking role. Um, these people now, they're just like, no, nah, I'm just coming to work and I fucking collect my paycheck and I go home. Fuck the kids below me that I'm in charge of. Like, dude, you're the raider. Like, shouldn't you know who the fuck you're raiding on? See, that's one thing I love about my current job is I put NCOICs on blast. <laughs> like, soldiers will be like, 
uh, I haven't been given an opportunity for this or the opportunity for that, an opportunity for this. And then we'll have these big old meetings, right? And I'm like, hey, man, right there in front of the first sergeant and the sergeant major, right? But like, hey, man, um, so why aren't you letting your soldiers attend air assault? Or why aren't you letting your soldiers attend airborne? Or why why can't your soldiers go here or here or here or here? And then it's like, uh, uh. Well, uh, now, uh, well, see, we can and note because then it's like get we the can have idea the idea behind like, that. We can have that discussion offline. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're in the NCOIC com right. conference right now. Let's let's have that discussion now because I want to know why your section compared to these other four right. sections can't let their soldiers do this. No, which then leads to me believe that you can't manage your section as oh. an NCOIC. See, we were going down. We're going down on fucking. We are here. Like I had a good pet peeve to bring us back, but you know <laughs> that we're, one, we're down the rabbit hole. That one is a discussion for later because we can we can. Oh, we need to have a panel in for that topic. I think it would be good to have a marine, a navy, and even a some you know officers. what we could even bring in a coastie. We could even bring uh, in a coastie. Nobody cares about what they have to say. Yeah. That's like bringing the Space Force in. Nobody cares about them either. There's a Space Force? Yeah, you don't remember that? Oh, that... yeah, wait a minute. My MOS could cross over, like, instantly. Yeah. I should have done that. No, I shouldn't have, because I, I have the greatest job in the world. I think now my job would technically fall under Space Force, because SATCOM is in space. Well, I mean, technically, uh, you could cross over. It stays. Yeah. They still have it regular side, but you can cross over yeah, to Space Force. It's dumb. That's but the I have the greatest. I have the greatest job in the army right now. Yeah. And anybody can say anything else. Yeah, giving hand jobs for free is a great job. Hey, hey <laughs> everybody walks away with a smile. By God, <laughs> I don't care. Don't care. They uh, all walk away with a smile. Pet peeves. I think. What are some other pet peeves you've been oh hit God. with that you've been hit with? No, by I, other people. I don't necessarily know. I think when I was younger, I was kind of. Well, well, my driving, my driving definitely drives some people crazy. I know that for a fact because I've dated some people that have real bad anxiety about like yeah. the roads and everything. Yeah. And I used to be really bad about this. Especially when I have a sports car. Yeah. I like whip in and out of yeah, traffic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really get fucking I mean, close. it's a sports car. That's what you got to do. That's yeah, like but, with a motorcycle, know. right? So I understand that. I will say this. Yeah. I will say this. You don't like my driving. It depends. Because if we're in Rusty, I feel like the bomb is going to fall out and I'm going to be Flintstoning anytime. Well, no, I was driving. We were driving somewhere and I was. we were in a different vehicle and you were like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like I could see you over there rubbing the tires. Were we in your fucking GMC? It might have been. But either way, yeah. not, either you were way. like, Jesus Christ, you I think that's the one where. I feel like I gave you a taste of your own medicine and you realized it and you were like, ah. Because I you think like, that Jesus. vehicle had something weird feeling too. In not the, the hub. GMC. Yeah, GMC was the, good. No, nope. you had that tire nope, that had GMC. the wheel, weight that was off or something. Nope, that was rusty. I don't remember. GMC, I was whipping in and out of traffic at, like, excessive speed. Were we drinking that night? No. We do not Ooh. drink and drive. I do all the time. I don't fucking care. I'll admit it. That's that's probably somebody's pet peeve, but I don't, uh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, try not, I try not to get too intoxicated because of, you know, reasons I've had. You know, probably I have. In the past, I do have a huge pet peeve in relationships. Huge. What? Huge. No licking your butthole. No. Our problem is our problem. Oh yeah. 
our problem. And yeah. let me raise the voice so everybody can hear this volume level, right? Blow out the and speakers. let me even go like Zeus tonage on you, ladies and gentlemen. Our problem is our problem. Yeah. Okay. That is an A B conversation. Your friends and your family episode. need to see their ass out of it. Yeah. The reason being, and we did bring it up in the previous episode, yeah, is because you all may get through it, but your friends and your family they are going to hold that shit, to yeah. that because it, they're not <gasps> through it. They're not over it. You know what another pet peeve of mine is that's not related to relationships? What's that? Paying for a service and not getting what you paid for. Oh my God! No, if it if I did not get what I paid for, mm. you better believe I am hounding to no end, and, and I am owed now, something in return. Exactly, one hundred percent. It depends yeah. on the service, right? If if it's a hey, service, if I pay for a blowjob and you don't finish, I want my money back. I mean, if I pay for a blowjob and you, eh, I'm you, just saying, you suck dick at suck. You suck dick at sucking dick. I'm just saying, I don't think you can do it. It's just not a thing with me. I have a I have a psychological blocker. We won't even go down that road. No, that's a right weird now. one. I don't want to hear about. Yeah, we will yeah. go. We won't even. Nobody go down wants to hear about hole. that one. Uh, there's some people want to hear about that psychological blocker. Yeah, and then some people, people want to probably challenge it. Psychoanalysts. Yeah, right. You know, my behavioral health has psychoanalyzed it. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> either way, <laughs> other pet peeves that uh, if you're paying for something and you don't get what you pay for, I think. I don't care what it is. It I tend be... to be more if it's something I am knowledgeable in. I'm knowledgeable in the turnaround. I'm knowledgeable in how it's supposed to be delivered, and it's not. Mm. That's when it really hits my pet peeve, right? Yeah. For instance, like if I go to a restaurant and I order a steak medium rare, right? Oh, God. All right. If I order it medium rare and, and that steak well shows done. up medium well or well done, right. it is going back. That yeah. is not a question. It is going back. It is not the waiter or waitress's fault. Oh, that's it is, the cook. Yeah. It is going back, yeah. right? But you stand a chance of it coming back fucked up again. And if it comes back fucked and up you're again, I've gone. Hungry. No, 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 no. Oh, no. I eat the side dish. They yeah. leave the side dish so I can eat the sides, oh, right? Oh, no. They take my meat back. See, so at that when point, that's when right. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm done. Uh you guys are paying for this. I'm leaving. I'm going somewhere else where I can at least oh, get some if food. If it comes back fucked up the second time, I'm done, but yeah, I want to talk to the I'm cook. not. I'm not waiting for a fucking another hour or however yes, long agreed, it's going to take. Because, you know, they're yes. like, yeah, I need this on a fucking rush because yeah. you fucked it up. And they're like, all right. And then they, they fuck it up because they're rushing. And you're yeah. like, dude. I mean, I'm sorry, but medium rare, if you fuck it up because you're on a rush, then you just need to quit cooking. That's why I get everything rare. Because I know even if they cook it just a little longer still going to be edible to me because if it's anything more than medium rare for me, I feel like you burnt the shit out of it. You know what behavioral health taught me about myself? That you like raw food? Uh, that I'm kind of a dick at times because I order... It took behavioral health to teach you that? Yeah, because I order shit medium rare. When I order, when I, I can't eat it anymore, so I don't order anything medium rare because... That's like one of the hardest things to get I know, medium rare. But it was like, I, apparently, like, I subconsciously had this little, little sliver of dickness, and it was only towards how you cooked your meat. That makes sense. I could see that. I mean, I take a lot of pride in cooking meat. Yeah, but that's smoking meat. That's smoking, cooking, every, I I can go out there and smoke your ass a steak. Yeah, I don't like smoked steak though. I yeah. like smoked brisket. 
My I brother tried to make a smoked steak for me one time. I thought it was nasty. Mm, it I all depends I on how you do it. I just don't like smoke. I don't like steak smoked. Well, because, I mean, most I people do like don't my, expect a steak to I like to my old-fashioned smoked, and Courtney hey, did that the other day they at, are good. at they DRC, are good. and it they turned out prime we delicious. Still have, you haven't gone to the red phone booth, have you? No. We but, have to go at yeah, some point. I bet you got to wear nice clothes to go in there. Okay. Are you saying I don't have nice clothes? You can't wear overalls in there. Bullshit. I'm just saying. Bullshit. I'm wearing overalls because they're nice clothes. <laughs> I'll put a blazer on over top of them. That's and we will going. take a picture <laughs> and post it on Instagram. By God. It's church going clothes so I can wear it. Exactly. God said it's okay. <laughs> you hush your mouth. Either way. Thor, get out of here. This dog, I swear to God, you act. he acts like he don't An- get no goddamn you attention. Another pet peeve of mine? What? Fake shyness. Fake shyness? Yes. What the fuck is that? I don't oh. even know what that is. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna delve into this because uh, you, you had some inter- We're getting long. Nah, we're gonna get long. All right, because I'm a little long in the shaft, anyways. All right, so fake shyness, right? So believe it or not, it's actually a real thing, and that's where women and men and men fake the I'm shy at first, and I need. I just need, you know, I, I'm just not there yet, and I'm shy at first, right? And they, they don't want to talk and communicate. That, that is a huge pet peeve for me. Just be your damn self, because they're afraid of rejection, right? Or being judged. I guess. Now, don't get me wrong. There are people out there who actually are kind of set back, right? But in that set, if it's their normal on. state, then it no, no, no. you can tell. That's what I'm saying. You know? It's a fake shyness. Right. Like they're they're like they're playing they're, coy. They're playing just, coy because right. they're afraid of being judged or they're afraid of being. Listen, if you're cockmongrel, just be a right? cockmongrel. Right. You know what I mean, but I Don't look at it this it. way: like you can actually tell. Like I went on a date with a woman. Right. We had a great time. Right. Are you sure, it was a woman. Yes, I'm sure. Not a robot. Hundred percent sure it was a woman. Right. Had a great time. Right. And. Because I don't articulate and communicate the best, that started to, I guess, kind of bug her. Okay. That I have an issue with the shy, the fake shyness thing, mm. right? But in reality, for her, what she was doing is she evaluates and s- kind of evaluates to see if that er- initial meeting is even worth her really opening up, right? So it's not a fake shyness or anything. It's more She's of, being reserved. Exactly. I, I, can, I can understand see, that. I can too, right? And it's where it's my lack of vocabulary or lack of articulation that sometimes will get me in trouble because it's like I can't articulate or formulate the correct sentence to mm. explain what I'm trying to explain, right? Mm-hmm. But for me, like, if you are playing coy and dumb and kind of shit. Yeah. I don't have time for that. You're wasting that my just, time. You're wasting my time. Yeah, period. I think that just comes with time where you're going to learn how to articulate those things. I'm I mean, it's not cuz I, I know when I was I in my 20s I articulate shit very well with you. And like on this podcast. That's for guys no, though. No, like, no, like on this I mean? podcast, what I just said, I articulated very well. But in, in, a, the, in a sense, yes. Yeah, but in the initial moment when I'm trying to text or articulate it. Oh, text is the worst. I don't I have fool. the words or the vocabulary at Talk that time. Talk about right? a big pet peeve of mine. Yeah. I hate texting. I'm not uh, kidding. Arguing I hate over texting. text. I, uh, no, 
fuck you, fuck you, bye-bye, we ain't, nope. Oh, mm, my God. Nope. If you I, don't understand something over text, you fucking call. I'm like, can we have this discussion later? And then they keep going through text. I'm like, can we have this discussion later? It's like, one, I see there's two problems here. One, you don't respect the fact that I'm just asking you so that we can do this fucking later. And two, yes, sir. you obviously don't know how to deal with confrontation in the, in the real time. So you're opting to do it through text because that's you're like a text fucking breakup. You're a coward. That's like breaking up over text. Yeah, that's the worst. Hey, I Being know somebody broke up, who did that. I know a lot of people have done that. I know somebody who did that, and then you turn around and done something to that somebody. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. I'm just saying. Very recently. Oh, I didn't get to. I didn't. I get know to. you didn't get to, but you 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 made it clear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. I would have absolutely done it just just for fucking. And shits, I would have been okay with that. Shits and grins. 100%. Just because. Um, no, actually, I probably wouldn't have because it was actually a rather nice individual. Yeah. And was very, know. very truthful yeah. about. So I, I, I was very, I like very understood and very respectful. Yeah. But either way, um, I, I am not a fan of battling through text. I feel no, like that is no. the coward's way out of having a conversation and when it comes to relationships, if you can't sit down with your significant other and work through your problems, like we were saying, and you revert to going to your friends, your family, and you're fucking bitching about it and looking for them for solutions. First of all, if you have a problem with the person that you're in a relationship with, that's the person you have a conversation with. Yes. Period. And if, if I look at, no, I, Period. Yes. But no. At the same there's time. No, no. 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 Nothing. There is. There is. An if you're outlet. looking for advice on how to handle this situation, therapist. Okay, that's a mediator. That, that's that's it. That's it. That's your only two courses of action. Right. It is the but individual then, that you are having the issue with. Yeah. Or a mediator. Right. Your family and your friends are not mediators. Mm, I don't care what anyone says. They're always going to be biased. If they say, I'm oh, I'm mediate this biased. for you. Mm, nope, nope. No, bitch, nope. you're not mediating That is nothing. not what you consider mediator no. material. Yeah, that's not going to be a thing. So um, you either you either have that A-B conversation or you literally go to marriage counseling. your way out of it. Whatever, right? Yeah. You find some kind of way to talk about it. But the minute you bring in your friends or your family... Truthfully, you can just about chalk that relationship up as done. Hey, you know why six was afraid of seven? I'm curious. The seven, eight, nine. <laughs> 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 oh my god! I think that's the best dad joke you've told yet. Oh <laughs> hell yes, yes. <laughs> Seven, eight, nine. All right. <laughs> and on that. And all I could think of was Quagmire there. Yeah. All right. Giggity, giggity. This is going to wrap it up for us here at Bourbon Sauce. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, subscribe, share with your friends. The more you like and share, the better the chances are we can grow this channel. Plus, algorithms love it. Also, check out our Instagram page at www.instagram.com forward slash bourbon sauce, where you can see clues on upcoming episodes as well as see photos that pertain to our podcast. And you can message us there. Give us real-time feedback. Interact with us. Hope you come back. Until next time, enjoy your favorite beverage and get sauced. Cheers. Cheers.